Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Don't forget, you can always, Ashley, leave up a voicemail. Nope, nope, nope. Leave up a voicemail. Why does it have to go so slow? Leave us a... (laughs) What? Hello, terms of endearment. Welcome to Sports. Podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's gone. And this (laughs) is today's question. What's up, everybody? Is that it? <laughs> yep, that was it. That's it. Uh, NM, you? Okay, if you want to, <laughs> Ashley? Uh, wait, what? I need to do it here? Okay, if you want to leave up a voicemail, the number is 860-506-5571. Doesn't have to be anything too interesting, as we've seen. Uh, today on the podcast, guys, now the DOP is gone. Ashley and I were talking about what we were going to do. We figured we would go back through all the voicemails you guys have left and listen to them for ourselves because, you know, we figured there's got to be a ton that Dop just didn't have time to listen to. Yeah. Um, or that he deemed not worthy. Some, some were probably for good reason, like the last one. But also we got like invited to weddings. We did? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. That like people wanted to hang out or they're like, oh, we're in New York. Like what's the opposite of a wingman? Because that's Doc. Block. Yeah, so that's Dop. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Anthony, can you blur that out? <laughs> can you blur it out, she said. Make sure you blur that out. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we decided to go back and listen to all the voicemails because we imagined there were some good ones in there. And you guys take the time to call, and so we wanted to pay that off for you. And we did. We did find a lot of awesome stuff. But there was also a lot of this. Hey, Katie. Uh... Hey, Katie. <clears throat> Whoops. Hi, Ashley. Kate. <laughs> I messed up. Hey, hey, oh my gosh. Katie! I love you. And now we're going to have a nice... <laughs> what? I like eggs. <laughs> okay, the last one, though, was worth it. I think I saw a tweet from somebody who was like, yeah, we called in, me and a bunch of my drunk friends, and just hit you with the rap air horn. So thank you to those guys. The best part is that the transcription for that was, hi, Michael, this is Laura. What? <laughs> For the flip of a That doesn't make any sense. I know that. That's why it was amazing. This happens a lot. We should probably... So the, the, the service that we use for your voicemails will send us emails with transcriptions in them, which is supposed to be for convenience because, you know, you don't always have time to listen to it. We get a lot of voicemails mm-hmm. and it should be easier to just rip through some emails. Uh, unfortunately, it's a good idea in theory, but in practice... Especially this week, I learned uh, just how wrong it gets things most of the time. It doesn't make things easier. Um, and one of my favorite things is because you guys all start your voicemails essentially the same way. You say, hello, Katie, Ashley, and Dop. Um, one of my favorite things is seeing what the transcription service thinks you're saying when you say that. So I compiled a list. Ooh. Okay. So here are some of my favorites. Hi, Kenny. Actually end up. Okay, Ashley, stop. <laughs> Hi, Katie, Ashley, and New Top. Ooh. Hi, Kitty, Ashland. Kitty, Ashland. Yeah. Hi, Kitty, Ashlands, stop. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Dope. And my personal favorite, Hi, Cutie, I stand out. <laughs> I read that and was like, what a... What a rude way to start their voicemail. And I listened and it just said, hi, Katie, Ashley, and Dop. <laughs> okay, that's not. So that's a thing. And then, because what did the, what was the last rap air horn? What did you say it said? Hi, Michael, this hi, is Michael, Laura. Hi, Michael, this is Laura. I saw one that uh, was, where would the phone? For a rap so air horn? So from here on out, we're going to go, <laughs> where would the phone? That's actually not it bad. It kind of sounds like, where it. would the phone? Yeah. You're, you're bad at both. So it works. Uh, I was reading 
one transcription that was so confusing. Like, usually you get the gist of what they're trying to say or you can interpret it in your head. Mm -hmm. This one was just baffling. Do you have it? Of course. Because I I think I'm, I, it's, I don't want to call it a talent, but I can, I can usually decipher what it thinks, like what they actually were saying based on what it thinks. I don't know about this one. Okay. Why don't you read it? I will try to decipher it. And then we can play what the actual one is and see. Do you know what the actual one is? Yeah. Okay. So you'll be able to know if I'm getting it really wrong or getting close. Sure. Okay. You read. This is a transcription of a voicemail left for us read as read dramatically by Ashley. Do it like a, a kindergarten teacher reading. No, I'm just kidding. Do it like you. Hello, my sheep-wearing very good ex. Off to a great start. This is Emma Bay Packers singing at a Nashville, Tennessee and hoping for a Packers-Patriots Super Bowl for a long time. That's our fault, not yours. Katie. Wanted to know when your favorite in Rogers Balloons, anal. Oh! <laughs> think your phone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Play it and also greenback damn. So you can't just say she's gone from Helper Springs, and I enjoyed very much. Anyway, that's it. I hope to hear myself on the phone to answer. We keep you. Love you. Wow. I gotta say, I thought I had it until anal think your phone, baby. Okay, hello, my sheep-wearing very good ex. Hello, my sheep-wearing very good ex. Hello, my sheep-wearing... Hello, my... Something good X I've seen before. It's probably gooey ducks. Mm-hmm. But sheep wearing very gooey ducks. Hello, my sheep. Okay. This is, this is Emma Bay Packers singing in Nashville, Tennessee. This is Emma, a Packers fan in Nashville, Tennessee. Wait, am I giving no. you? No. Okay. And, um, and I'm hoping for a Packers Patriots Super Bowl for a long time. Um, Katie. Wanted to know when your favorite in Rogers is going to be Aaron Rogers. Balloons anal. Think your phone, baby. Wow. Uh, <laughs> she's asking what my favorite Aaron Rogers. Um, phone baby. Oh, maybe something may what your favorite Aaron Rogers. Balloons anal. Think. Balloon? Stop, stop saying balloons anal. Balloons anal think your phone, baby. Uh, my favorite Aaron Rodgers of all, my favorite Aaron Rodgers something of all time. Play it and also, oh, phone baby, play and also greenback damn. This isn't working. I think she just wants to know, um, what my favorite Aaron Rodgers balloons are and um <laughs> let's just listen to the voicemail okay. i admit to feet hello my sheep wearing gooey ducks this is ian i'm a big packers fan out of nashville tennessee been hoping for a packers Patriots super bowl for a long time that's our fault not yours uh katie wanted to know what your favorite Aaron Rodgers play is and also what your favorite tom brady play is uh and also bring back damsel you can't just say she's gone she needs some help please bring it back i enjoy it very much Anyway, that's it. I'll do it myself on the podcast. What would you do? Love you. I mean that. Okay, to be fair, he was calling from underneath a pillow. <laughs> that was a very muffled phone call. But Tom Brady, I did not hear. I think that's phone baby. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers play and I'll think is and also Tom Brady. And also bring back. So Greenback Dam was bring back the damsel. You can't just say she's gone. Wow. She needs your help. She needs my helper springs (laughs) in the anal phone, baby. That is, I was not even close. But you got it. What's confusing about the transcription is when it just puts periods in randomly. And you're like, there's no, he didn't even stop. (laughs) They just are like, one should go here. Okay. So I got it wrong. But since this isn't a podcast. Thanks for trying. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm here for that good content. Since this isn't a podcast about transcriptions, I guess we should probably answer his question because that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And what was it again? My phone baby anal. <laughs> the um, balloons. 
Don't yeah, the balloons. The, my favorite balloon. Your favorite Aaron Rodgers play and your favorite, and my favorite Tom, Tom Brady, Brady play. play. All right, so Aaron Rodgers is easy and probably a bad answer, but it was the um, the Hail Mary against the Lions when they had like the face mask uh, call and they got a free play and mm-hmm. then he Hail Maryed it and they won. That was just, I mean, watching that live was just amazing. Yeah. Because I've, because you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't do those hail marys all that often, <laughs> so it's pretty incredible. And then my favorite Tom Brady play. There's a million I could choose, so I'm gonna actually just choose the first one that popped into my mind, and I don't know why this popped into my mind, but it was from a, a game in 2013. We played the Saints. Um, I think it was 2013. Cause I I do years based on my apartments, so I go back there. I'm like, I remember oh, where I watched it, and I was wow. in this apartment. Because I used to move every year. Mm-hmm. This is a, a bit about me. You don't need to know. But it helps me have like place markers in my head. So it was either 2013 or 2014. I'm pretty sure it was 2013. We played the Saints. It was early-ish in the season because I remember the Saints were undefeated. And uh we – Tom Brady threw an interception. And then we got – when we got the ball back, we were losing. <clears throat> they were losing. <laughs> and uh And there was like a minute and change left on the clock. And Brady drove all the way down the field, like seventy yards, through a touchdown. I don't. I know Amendola left that game early, and he didn't come back. So it was like we, against all odds, we won the game. I just remember, like sitting down after that play, and being like, "I'm so happy that's my quarterback." It was just so cool to see. Yeah. It was also just like a cool game to watch because you know Drew Brees and Tom, and they don't always face off against each other. But man, I loved that play because it was like a two-minute drill in a minute, and it was just – it encapsulated everything I love about Tom Brady. Is like he just had his worst play. He doesn't throw a lot of picks, and mm-hmm. he did. And then he comes back out, and it was incredible. I think in general Tom Brady should only get one minute. Yeah, it's oh. so much more fun. <laughs> and statistically I think this is the tr- the case with, a, with most quarterbacks, but I know they've done it for Tom. He's more accurate – the quicker he gets the ball off. Like if he holds on to it for a long time, it's not yeah. helpful. Um, so if there's less time and he feels a fire under his ass, there are people who are, are better under pressure. Mm-hmm. I am not one of them. <laughs> like I remember I pitched, I've told this story before, but I pitched a softball game that was high pressure and it was like, we weren't going to win. We were already losing. They just put me in because whatever. I was the freshman pitcher and they were like, we need something. So try it. And I completely forgot how to throw a softball when all eyes were on me. I was like, not freaking out. <laughs> but Tom Brady is not that. There are people who thrive in those environments and it's incredible to watch. And what are your favorite Tom Brady balloons? I like the ones um, that are inflated. They're just the right amount. <laughs> uh, not too little, not too much. <laughs> Well played. Those are my personal favorites. <laughs> Just me personally. All right. So uh, all that aside, we did find really good voicemails in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to answer a few of those. We're going to do a few today. And then, I don't know, probably a few more over the coming weeks. We are we're asking you to bear with us, okay? Because we are developing a show. Ashley is in charge of it. We just hired a bunch of people. She has employees. Mm-hmm. She's moved to New York. Well, Jersey. Well, we don't say that. Just oh. do what I Are do. Are we ashamed of we New just Jersey? Say, no, we're not ashamed. It's just like, why differentiate if we don't have to? Oh, okay. The, New, the New York you're area. You're in the New York. You're in the greater New York area. <laughs> okay. So Ashley lives. She just moved. Yeah. We've got a lot going on. Um, and so we're, we, we lost a producer. We did. A little yeah. bit last minute we found out. Mm-hmm. So we kind of were scrambling to come up with, with what we're going to do over these next few weeks while also trying to come up with a cool show. So just bear with us. We're going to do some voicemails. This may be what we do throughout the next few weeks. We'll figure it out. You'll get, I don't want to say you'll get content because we might not, right? <laughs> so we'll figure it out. Just bear with us, okay? So um questions. Before we get to those. This week's show is brought to you by Miller Lite. Now that Dop's gone, I feel like maybe we don't have to do the impersonations I anymore. Think I feel like we could just read them real like regular. Uproar. I think we could just read them. I don't, I don't, I think in Dop, in, in, nope, we gotta do them. Okay. So. And I do think in honor of Ian as a Packers fan, we should, we should bring back the damsel for this one. Let me see if I remember. Bring her back from Helper Springs. She's in Helper Springs. <laughs> She's on vacation in Helper Springs. Okay, here we go. This episode is brought to you by Miller Lite. When game day comes around, there's only one thing on your mind, winning. 
Miller Lite is the beer that's brewed to have more taste with only 96 calories and 3.2 grams of carbs. So you never have to compromise on game day. It's a win-win. That means game day will never be the same. Miller Lite, hold true. That was pretty Did we good. find her? I think she she's like on her way back she's from on her Upper way Springs. Back. I tried to remember where I where she came from in the first place. Like why I ever did that voice. It was like, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. So I used that as my uh That was really good. For, thank you. I thank you. I've really pushed through on in the struggles. I say game day a lot in that ad read, I feel like. <laughs> like three lines of, of content, but it's lots of game day. A lot of game day. Cool. So let's go ahead and just dive right into your voicemails. Hello, Katie, Ashley, and I'm Josh from San Antonio. I'm currently watching a Cubs versus Diamondbacks game. The Cubs were able to score a run because a Diamondbacks player did not hit the cutoff man. I was wondering, what do you all think the real-world version of hitting the cutoff man is? Um, It could be anything. Um, Thank you. Love the pod. Love you all. Mean it. Let me just start by saying, uh, can we, I'm feeling triggered. Oh. Cause a lot of these voicemails are gonna start by mentioning uh, a person who's no longer with he us. He who must not be named. Right. So I'm, I'm just gonna put out a request. Can we just bleep his name going forward in any of these voicemails? Just, I think that would be. Sure. Can. He loved to bleep. <laughs> he loved to. It was his favorite. Maybe we'll forget to bleep one and it'll slip through another thing he did a bunch, but. I think we should just bleep him for the rest. Okay, but so to answer your question, Josh, he's asking, what is the real-life equivalent of the cutoff man in baseball? So it's like, let's talk through it. That's how you find the good metaphor, right? So the cutoff man is the guy that's there to help you, or woman, that's there to help you uh, get the ball to the plate. It's to help make your throw shorter Mm -hmm. so that uh, you don't have to do it all yourself. But a lot of times, people think that they can do it all themselves and they don't need to go to the cutoff man. Mm-hmm. It's almost seen as like a weakness by some super machos to like <laughs> hit your cutoff man. Like, I don't need a cutoff man. I'll throw it all the way to the plate. And so in that way, I feel like the real life equivalent of the cutoff man is like therapy. Ooh. A therapist of like, Ooh. a lot of people can say like, yeah, I can get through life without it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. But you're gonna miss a play just like the the Cubs. I mean the Diamondbacks. Mm. Totally up on this Cubs Diamondbacks <laughs> final score. I was definitely watching. No, but you're you know you're like uh you're gonna miss some of the possible wins. Mm-hmm. It'll make things a lot easier if mm-hmm. you just accept you got to hit your cutoff man. Mm-hmm. Let him help you. You don't have to do it all yourself. That's interesting. It, where I am in my life right now, I think the cutoff man is is a nanny. Ah, you know, for the working mom. Yeah. You're like, I can do it all. I can do it all. And sometimes you're like, just ask for help. So, you know what? Maybe I should talk to a therapist about getting a cutoff. Maybe. (laughs) You know what else would be a good cutoff man? A producer. Ooh. I went through a a period of my life when I was doing it all myself, like the when I was working in YouTube 9,000 years ago when this career, this crazy (laughs) journey started. And I used to have to write it, film it, edit it, all that myself, which I then learned was called producing. Mm-hmm. And when I first got my own show, I had a really hard time letting anybody else help me because yeah. I wasn't used to it. And I didn't know how I'd be able to, I didn't know how to delegate a task. So I learned over the course of garbage time how to delegate a task. And I got here and I delegated some tasks <laughs> and I lost my producer. So now we're going back. Like I feel like an <laughs> addict going back to my old ways now when yeah. I'm like, I'll produce the pod this week. It feels like a little bit of like, oh, I'm getting my fix. I remember what this feels like. I like being in control. So we just got to make sure, keep an eye on me and oh, make oh sure boy, I don't, okay. uh, cause we're going to, we're going to set us, us, uh, ourselves up to fail on our TV show if I start to get a taste of what it's like to do everything myself again. Okay. Okay. So don't here. Gonna write this You're, down. Get a therapist. Therapist. Get a nanny. Nanny. And then make sure don't I let don't Katie yeah, micromanage. Keep me on the wagon. <laughs> right. It's on. You're on the wagon is a good thing, and off the wagon is a bad thing. Yes. I said that in honor of he who must not be named. I don't know. On the wagon seems good. I like that you just said it though. We need that. Yes. yes. Got it. Next voicemail. Hi, Katie. Ashley and. Uh, I'm calling because I'm going to the Phillies-Dodgers game today. It is Chase Utley's last time as a Major League Baseball player. And 
people have been cheering them all week. And so I'm wondering, are you allowed to cheer for people who are on different teams who once had great teams for you? Um, so, like, if Tom Brady was on the Bengals, would you still cheer for him? Okay. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Did he say his name? No. Well, still a good question. You shall not be named. <laughs> um, uh, also, just because we talked about transcriptions, I do love that it says, if Tom Brady was on the Bengals, which is, you know, video killed the radio star. If Tom Brady were in that band, I would still root for him. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've talked about this kind of. We have. When we talked about, like, what it would take for you to not oh, root. Oh, right. It's so, like... The reverse, I guess. Yeah. I think you can root for a guy that's on a different team if he was on your team, especially if he or she was on your team for a long time mm-hmm. and has like a legacy with your team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think you can root for people on other teams that weren't ever on your team just because you like them as athletes. Yeah. Like I've said this many times on this podcast and elsewhere, but I'm a big fan of Brandon Marshall because I think of what he's been through and I think it's uh, he's a very good advocate for not to talk about therapy again within two minutes on this podcast but like the mental health struggles of athletes and what they need to do in order to get themselves right and mm-hmm. I I like watching him play and rooting for him mm-hmm. um, I guess if you're asking if he was playing against my team if I would root for him I wouldn't actively but I would also you know wouldn't be mad if they were to score one touchdown and it was him right it's probably kind of how you feel when somebody on your fantasy team plays yeah. your regular regular actual team yeah you're like well i don't want them to score but if they're going if to they're score, gonna score it better score yeah. and him. then you get extra mad if they score and it's not someone on your fantasy yeah like, that was a waste <laughs> i didn't even get those points <laughs> um but i also think you can just you know root for people that you like like i don't know if you saw we will get through this podcast without talking about an athlete having old tweets resurface mm-hmm. one day won't be this week though um but Sean Doolittle, who plays for the Nationals, actually had an amazing tweet thread. You should go go look it up. <laughs> uh, and he was basically talking because, you know, more athletes, two, was it two more baseball players this week? One yeah. more, two more had old tweets resurfaced, which guys, at this point, if you're seeing the headlines, just everyone go back and check your old tweets. Because otherwise we need to have these conversations and you're going to be centered in them and there's no more sympathy for you. Even a little. Like, I didn't have a lot. Yeah. But, like, enough with the, oh, he's being targeted. Really? He's being stupid. But anyway, um, Sean Doolittle came out and had a, a very important tweet thread about how, like, we need to talk about the issues behind. Just go look it up. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to read somebody else's tweets. But I would root for him. Like, if I... You know, I'm now pulling for him. Yeah. Also has a really cool wife. Yeah. I'm pulling for them together and separately. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I'm super woke and supportive. So the answer is yes. Yeah. You can root for other players. Yeah. Although then, you know, we do get to the slippery slope of when you meet. Have you, say, have you met any little kids lately? And it's like, (laughs) weird sentence. Um, But have you met any little kids lately that uh, when you ask them, like, who their favorite team is and they're like, I like Odell Beckham Jr. And you're like, okay, who's your favorite team? And they're like, I like Danny Amendola. You're like, but but you need to pick a team. I know when fantasy started getting popular, there was this conversation about are we killing kids' ability to, like, pick a team Mm -hmm. instead of just everything always being an all-star squad and picking stars instead of teams. Yeah. But whatever. Who cares? Not everyone can be from Boston. That's right. Unfortunately for all of you. <laughs> next voicemail. Hello, Katie, Ashley, and also um, I've just been going on this road trip from Florida to Ohio after having helped my grandparents move. So I'm riding solo for about 15, 16 hours. So I just figured the best way to kill time was to, well, listen to all of the old sports podcasts. And while I was listening to the third month mayhem uh, brackets you guys were doing, uh, I got a good question to come up with. If you guys were a Disney prince or princess, uh, what animal would your sidekick be? Since they all have to have an animal sidekick. Um, and, yeah, after I've asked that, now I understand why everyone else struggles with ending uh, these messages. Well, bye. Love you. Mean it. I love it. Can I just say that when you call us and leave us a voicemail and you get nervous and you start kind of blabbing or you say the wrong word and I can hear the moment where you get in your own head, I love it. I think it is so relatable Mm -hmm. and and I love it. Sometimes people freak out and hang up 
Yes. Um, we saw a couple of those. I do love, there's sometimes people will call three times in a row mm-hmm. and they really nail it by the third time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. good for you. Uh, but I love, I think it's really sweet. No one's asking you to call in and be the best at this. We get to do it for a living. We're not that good at it. So, um, <laughs> it's fine. I thought that was a great question. Me too. What was his name? He didn't say. Oh, now you fucked it up. <laughs> you gotta say your name, guys. Don't I say that in the voice? I haven't listened in a while to what my actual, what I, I think say. you say leave us your name in a short yeah. question. Well, that's fine. We're not good at following instructions. I'm delegating a task and no one's doing it. <laughs> Story of my life. But the question was, if you were a Disney prince or princess, what would your animal sidekick be? It's very hard for me not to be like, uh, Gus Gus. I just want Gus Gus to oh, be my you interpreted sidekick. that as like, which Disney character? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm just saying he's like, such Christ. a, no, he's such a good one yeah, that I, I, I just want it to be him. I don't want to like share my cheese though. And he, I feel like he'd <laughs> want all the cheese and I'd want all the cheese. Yeah. Good point. So what I'm going to let you go first because you have strong opinions on this. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I originally tried to think of like, if I was an animal, what animal would I be? But then I realized like the sidekicks are kind of foils to the main oh, characters. Like foil. They, they have to bring a literary device. A <laughs> they have to bring something else to the table that you're not getting from the character. That is right. You know, right. So if you have a very calm, composed character, like the sidekicks usually like wacky and all over the place. Yeah. So me being a very mature, um, contained human adult. I feel like it's going to be me. I feel like you're going to pick me. <laughs> it's like, Katie Nolan is my sidekick. <laughs> I want to go with the Gibbons monkey. Whoa! Specificity! They are... You even have the, the, the gene, genus. The, the, hum, humulus the family. Genus. The, the, what's the, the delineate, the spe- species? Do you... Science. Do you know anything about Gibbons? Um, I, of Gibbons, course. Gibbonses. Obviously. They're, but if, for those of for our those listeners that don't, don't I don't want to talk over their heads. <laughs> They're the ones with really long arms. Okay, she's doing an arm thing. I wish you could like, see. You got to stay close to the mic, Ash. Yeah, kind of like, oh, sorry, Ariel. Like, <laughs> like, like kind of like swing from side okay, to side. I need like this. it's audio medium, <laughs> but it is beautiful. What's but, happening in the studio? <laughs> she just broke Ariel Helwani's set. I did. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, and they like they make the really loud like. like Whooping noises like that. They're so, they're the ones who like. They that wasn't a monkey, guys. That was me. It was not an actual <laughs> Gibbons in the studio. They're the ones who will like mess with like tigers. Like you, I think there's a video online. Go look it up. Of what was that? It's just the Gibbons okay. in the studio, where it'll like swing down and like pull the tail and then like swing away and then like swing over and be like. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Pull the tail and go away. I've never seen you so excited about I something before. I love them before. so much. They're so crazy. There's a there's a section in microphone. Disney Get close there's to a it. Section. Embrace it. You're on a podcast. <laughs> there's a place in Animal Kingdom in Disney World where they have like a, like a Gibbons like sanctuary or wherever, okay. and I would just stand there for hours watching them. They're so amazing. I used to have a crush on a guy with the last name Gibbons, and then I learned he was a dog. Not worth my cry. You know, when you're younger and you look back and like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. He was just on the hockey team. Mm. He was, so you like skaters like Apollo, Antoine Ono, and Antoine. Antoine. Have some respect <laughs> sorry, for my sorry. future middle uh, left. Apollo flavor saver Ono. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be Katie Anton? No, it's probably just his middle name. What a dumb question that was. I'm just delaying because I don't know what my animal sidekick would be. I just want to say a dog. I just want to hang out with a dog. Yeah. And you said they need to be foils. Mm-hmm. And so he, they'd be loyal. Well, I'm loyal. <laughs> You're very loyal. But, uh, but they're, they're like chill. Yeah. I think you could pick a breed of dog that would be a good foil for you. Oh, I got it. A sloth. Oh. <laughs> a two-toed sloth. <laughs> and that's, oh, that would be amazing. You'd be like, come on. They'd be constantly causing problems going too slow. You know, the guy, who does the voices, like the voiceover for Planet Earth? Yeah. He says, I forget his name right now. It's escaping me. He says sloth and it fucked me up. Why? I did not know that in England they called them sloths. And I'm like, that feels too on the nose for me. Huh. Cause they're very slow. They- <laughs> and it feels like, I don't think that's how it's meant to be said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would pick a sloth cause they're very chill. They do nothing, mm-hmm. which may seem like not a foil to me. <laughs> but when I have things to do, 
I'm constantly doing stuff. I'm super ADD. I'm all over the place. And so I think a sloth would be a good foil for me. That's a great answer. Thank you. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Ooh. Which tees us up for our next question. Hi, Katie and gang. Uh, so I've just been listening to the Dan Levitar show on my walk, and they were discussing that they want to do a family feud against the Golics. And what I was wondering, Katie, is if you were doing Family Feud, would you include Doc and Ashley on your team, or would you want to go with other personalities at ESPN? Who would you be your dream team for your Family Feud game? Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Love you. Mean it. So, first of all, shout out to our listeners for always doing something active, listening to us on their walks <laughs> or when they're out with their dogs and their kids. Shout out to you. Um, we have answered this before. We've touched on the rules of Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And so while I would love to have Ashley on my team, uh, I, I believe I've said this on this podcast, unless I marry, my marry dad, your dad. I think that's where we netted yep, out. Unless yeah. I hook up with your dad through marriage. <laughs> we don't just get to be like, oh, we made out, which we have. But that doesn't count. Oh, God. It doesn't count, Ash. Boo. You got to get married. <laughs> um. No, so you, it has to be through marriage. And so my ideal team would, I'd, I'd have to pick people in my family, which isn't good content because you don't know any of them. But I think we should have a conversation about who we'd like to go up against. But what? They you ha- do want me to marry your dad. <laughs> no, I mean, if Lebit, like they've had like celebrity like groupings, right? But is it always families in the celebrity groups? No, too? I think sometimes the celebrity groups will have like NBA legends versus MLB legends. Right. So if it was a pop, like an ESPN. But Levitard was saying he would go, he would play against the Golics. So that's like two Golics. They're related. I think they were talking about actual families. So not like the Levitard show staff. I don't know. As a team. I didn't ask that question. Oh, a, yeah. But okay. But let's go ahead and do that. Let's make the dream team of, let's make a dream team of ESPN Family Feud, whatever. But I have to be on it. So don't leave me off of it. No, you're making it. The question's for no, you. We're making I'm it just together. trying to find an excuse how I can be on it. Like, well, I'm finding the loophole. <laughs> I'm, because you know me. Right. And yeah, I choose you. Own. Yes. I choose you all the time. Yes. I'll choose you till the day I die. Aww. Um. So that's two. And we need what? <laughs> three more? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's think through what we need. We need creative thinking like on their toes, can come up with answers, analytical, don't need a lot of time. Uh, I'm going to go with Mina Kimes. Yeah. Okay. Mina's great. Yeah. I'm Maybe trying to be conscious like- of not making it all women. Why? I, because, you know, poor men. <laughs> We've got to be fair. Well, you do want people who Ed Werder. Like- oh, he, he doesn't qualify. <laughs> So I guess what we need people who what who can bring like a slightly different perspective. Like if we get stumped on one, it's like mm, they mm, might not. Mm. They might think of it. If Who's we somebody that works here that we're like, your brain is weird and crazy. I mean, Levitard, but it, that's. Yeah, he can't be on it. I don't think. Stugatz. Stu- I think he falls under the Levitard. Yeah, you're right. Uh, OK, so we're, we'd be OK. We're assuming they're a team in this fake universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Clint Yates. His brain is a place. It's a place. And I think it's got a lot of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd be good to have. I think he'd be great. He'd be a great asset to the team. So now we only have one spot left. One left. And I feel like if we don't pick Rachel Nichols, she's going to be mad. Ooh. And I don't want her mad at me. Because do you want to win Family Feud? I do, or? but I don't think she wouldn't <laughs> help. I mean, we know when it comes down to fast money, it's you and me. Yeah. Because we've done this already. We, we do practice. it every time we watch. And now that you live here, we're going to do it constantly. Yes. Going to come to your house and we're just going to watch Family Feud. I also have a DVR full of Jeopardy and I'm inviting you. You're welcome to come over whenever you want. Nice. And we can just, I like to sometimes just bang out like five episodes at a time. Okay. And just watch and see how many I can get right. Okay. Because sometimes if you just do one episode of Jeopardy and you don't get any right, you, you feel, feel bad about yourself. Bad. So then you got to follow it up with another one and be like, I, see, I did well on this one. Okay. And so we've got. Very healthy. Yeah. So I have hundreds <laughs> because they pile up they do they have them auto recording okay Should probably write that down i got i gotta fix that when i get home but okay so our final person i i you're looking at me like i i, I love rachel when we asked for podcast name 
suggestion. Oh, she wow. Said grilled great cheese. Point. She said grilled cheese. And that has nothing to do with anything. She would have great answers, but they would be good answers for different questions. <laughs> grilled cheese is, a, is an amazing answer if you're like, Name a food. Name a thing everybody loves. Name a name the top five sandwiches to eat with tomato soup. But if they were like, name, you know, the top five things you wouldn't want to find in your boyfriend's closet. And she says grilled cheese. It's like, eh, and we can't even lie and be like, good answer, good, good answer, good answer. answer. It'd be a bad answer, Rachel. What are you doing? What is it that you're doing? We should have a version of the show called Bad Answer. Where you just bad answer, people. Bad answer. Bad answer. Bad answer. <laughs> So who's our fifth? SVP? SVP's an okay choice. I mean, he's really smart. I don't know if he's going to have his finger on the pulse of the people. Mm. We need like, f- we need like someone who can represent the common man. SVP or Rusillo? Rusillo, Rusillo, I feel like might get the common man a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, there's every time I do Ooh, one of what these. What about Sai? Okay. <laughs> Sai would be too funny. He would say the funny answer oh, instead of the right answer. Steve so if does. he's at the end, I know Steve does that all the time. Steve is actually Steve. his husband. We play a game at their house and he always tries to make everybody laugh instead of getting it right. And he always comes in last. But see, if we're on the end of the dais here, if we're on the fifth person and we're filling the fifth seat and it's Sai, he could be the ex. He could make a joke that's the ex that gets us to... They could get the steal. Right, yeah. So we need that last person to be reliable. Mm -hmm. I feel bad doing this because anytime I see like Lebetard doing like, who do we think are the fastest people in the company and nobody ever names me, it always feels bad. And so now I feel like anyone we haven't mentioned in this segment, I feel bad. Do you want to just run through some names really quick? Love Cassidy Hubbard. (laughs) Shout out to Diana Rossini. (laughs) Amin. Shout out to Beetle. (laughs) The OG. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Beads. For sure, for sure. Fitz. Fitz. Fitz L. So L. Duncan. L. Duncan. L. Duncan. Who doesn't like? Good answer. Thank you. Good answer. Thank Ash. you. We're doing right now a family feud <laughs> of top five people who work at ESPN. I think that last seat's going to Rusilla. Okay. So it's you, me, Mina, Clinton Yates, Clinton Yates, and Rusilla. All right. What a great, what a dream team. <laughs> Adnan. Oh, Adnan. Oh man. Well, he's probably on Golik. He's probably, I mean, he's oh, probably yeah. on, uh, on Lebetard's team. That's true. We'll just, we'll do a whole, like, split the company into family feud teams. Yeah, let's later, break us later, all later. apart. That's what we need as a company. <laughs> Drive us all apart. Okay. Um, you know, I know it's an all voicemail podcast that we're doing here, but we cannot leave you guys without your updates. And so, doodly doo, let's go to Ashley for a bachelorette update. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband here with your bachelorette update. Turns out last night was Men Tell All, and that episode stinks. So I watched about five minutes of it and then decided I was going to go to Target instead. Uh, What'd you get? uh, So much stuff. What'd you get? Like a bath mat and a clock, all kinds of How much did you need? How much of it did you need? Probably all of it. You went to Target and you walked out with 100% of stuff you need. You didn't pick up a single cookie in a jar? Uh... I, I bought no like, bottom the of mini, nail polish. The, I mean, I need them, but I bought mini uh, drumstick ice cream cones. Okay. But I need Party those. at your house. Party at my house. Anyways, I think the big takeaway that from what I read online was, was that- Was those mini drumsticks. Was Colton probably ruined his chance to become the next Bachelor. Why? Because uh, he was kind of picking fights with people and being a real jerk. Maybe he was trying to become the next Bachelor by being like, look, I'm a real lightning rod, Colton. Mm, maybe. Maybe. But- Probs but we no. didn't watch, so Mates, we'll never know. No. <laughs> and that's your Bachelorette update. doodle doo Now time for your very Cavalry update. doodle doo <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie Nolan. Do you say your last name? Yeah. Hi, I'm Katie Nolan. Hi. And this, hi, and this is your, <laughs> and this is your very Cavalry update. So this week, Jay broke the news to Kristen that the offer they put on the house that we saw last week was accepted by asking her for her opinion on the tractor he now needs to buy because they live on a farm. He said, what do you think of this? She's like, why do you need that? He said, for our new place. And she was like, oh, so the offer got accepted? And he was like, yay. I was like, that's probably not how anyone else would have done that. But that's why we watched this show. Kristen then asks if he knows how to raise chickens because they're going to have chickens and goats now. And Jay breaks it down into three easy steps. Feed them, water them, give them some water. (laughs) Speaking of water, uh, Jay has a fish tank that he apparently is very attached to that I haven't seen for the rest of the season. But suddenly it's prominently placed in the background of the shot. Uh, And Kristen says it is not coming to the new house. Um, it's about the size of a microwave, maybe a little bit bigger. It's definitely, there's plenty of room in the new house. 
It's a big ass house. And she says there's no room for it, which I'm having a hard time understanding. Um, the tank contains one fish that Jay is also apparently very attached to, although he cannot remember if he's fed it in a while. So outlook not so good for the chickens. Oh <laughs> Later, Kristen is interviewing prospective hirees for her clothing line, um, Basic James or whatever. I forget what it's called. Don't look at me like I know. And so Jay just shows up, like mid-interview, standing in the doorway. And Kristen's like interviewing a girl and just keeps looking over and being like, I'm sorry, my husband is just here. But then he doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. And they just keep going with the interview. And he comes in. She's like, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm killing time until I got to pick up the kids. And she's like, you have an, a half hour. And he says, do you want me to sit in for the interview, next interview? And she's like, <laughs> not really. And I'm screaming, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so later they're at home and they're on the couch. And Kristen's doing that thing where she's making small talk for the cameras because Kristen is a seasoned professional and she knows you cannot just sit in silence on reality TV on the couch like you normally would if the cameras weren't there. But Jay is just not having it. And at one point she's like, okay, so are you ready for my day? And he goes, no. <laughs> just looks at her and says, no. And she, to her credit, plows through it and is like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> and then she just starts. And it just is a beautiful show. And I think everybody should watch it. And that's it for your very Cavalry update. Doodle-doo. It's so sad. It's getting better every time, though. Before it was like, doodle-doo. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've got one more voicemail to close out the show. But before we get to that, this week's pod was also brought to you by SeatGeek. So, Ashley, pick my poison. I would like you to do this read as if you were a preteen who really wants this road trip with his family to be over. Why is it got to be his? Her. Thanks. <laughs> Was that easy? <laughs> Whether you're headed to a baseball game or concert this summer, which I wish I was, but we're going to the lake house. Or if you're just anxiously awaiting football season, like so am I, because that's when this vacation will be over. SeatGeek has you covered. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal or a bathroom that maybe we could stop at. (laughs) You said that five exits ago. Planning a night out or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There is nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for, like, a great value. SeatGeek searches multiple ticket sites and, like, grades every ticket based, like, on value to, like, help you quickly identify the best seats available within your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to source for everything from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Dad, did you fart again? (laughs) God, get me out of this car! Oh, I hate you so much. You're ruining my life. Although I actually have the SeatGeek app on my phone and like I love it. It's the easiest. Like I use it. It's the only thing I use like almost as much as Snapchat. Like it's a lot. Um, Is that what the preteens are using? I think so. <laughs> I think they've moved on to Instagram. Just say Instagram. We'll dub it in. Insta- Instagram. I meant what I meant is I'm God. Only losers use Snapchat. <laughs> Is getting into trouble legal territory. Okay. Um, it's the easiest way I shop for tickets. Like, I actually just use SeatGeek to buy those tickets to Dave Matthews Band I've been talking about for so long. Um, no, actually, I just use SeatGeek to get tickets to see the Punch Brothers in New York City. Um, which is a band that maybe not necessarily in the genre that I normally enjoy, but it was like one of the best shows I've ever seen live. And I strongly recommend it. Me. Preteen girl who is me, Katie. I went, that's a true story. Oh, that's real. Well, I actually have to put in like my real life experience. So you and I did, did just go to a show mm-hmm. and it was really, I think everyone should go to one show outside of the genres that they normally like and just try it. Like the atmosphere, I was like, this is not my, it's like folk music. Not even. It's like bluegrassy almost. That's kind of cool. But the, the lead guy is Chris Thiele. I'm going to show you a video and you're going to be like, oh, I get it. Because right now I know it sounds crazy, but it was amazing. Anyway, let's get out of this car. Are we there yet? 
Best of all, like my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code NOLAN. I guess I'll spell it N-O-L-A-N for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Get me out of this car. Did you ever go on a road trip with your parents? I don't think I really did. Maybe a couple. We to like meets and stuff. We used to go to the Outer Banks, which was a long drive. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was kind of cool actually because it was before people cared about child safety, and we'd have like a, ah. a van with no seatbelts, and we'd just Ooh. run around like fun, <laughs> crazy people. I used to always sit in the back of my dad's hatch back that like had oh, the yeah. seats that face backwards yeah. and would like make faces at the kids yeah. or the people in the car behind me that now I think about that and I'm like oh my god imagine being stuck behind that car with fucking kids making faces at you all that would have been awful all right let's hear the last voicemail hi uh, what hi Katie it's me Heidi have you ever busted your keys in your car because um so you had a um Bust your back door open so you can get in. Hi, Katie. It's Finley, Heidi's older sister, and I was wondering if you could live anywhere in the world where you live. I would live in Lake Tahoe. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so I listened to this voicemail yesterday and was like, I would love to use that. I cannot tell what's happening. In the first question. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a tweet from, I assume, their dad, uh, who said, on a road trip, I listened to a few pods with daughters five and nine. Oh, boy. They loved, oh, yeah, so probably stuck on a road trip. <laughs> uh, they loved it and had to leave a voicemail. So they did. If unclear, H, my little one, uh, wanted to know if you've ever smashed out your window after locking your keys in the car, as I did hours prior. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so to answer Heidi's question, have you ever had to smash window? No, I haven't. I've had AAA since before I even had a car. Mm. My dad always made sure I had AAA. So yes, I've locked my keys in my car because I'm Mike Nolan's daughter. <laughs> and that is uh, lands very well with my family. Mike Nolan has put his keys down in the trunk and closed the trunk. Mm. He's locked his keys in the car with the car on. Ooh. He has... Um, multiple times driven away with his iced coffee on the roof. Like these are just constant things for our family. And so the thought of somebody never locking their keys in their car is hilarious to me. Yeah. But the two times it's happened to me, uh, I just called AAA and they came and let me into my car. So no, I've never smashed. I don't think I could smash a window. I'd be that person that was like, all right, here we go. And went to smash it and just like broke my hand instead. Like I don't think I'd be able to do it. Have you ever smashed your window? I haven't, but someone smashed it for me, which was great. On per- like you asked them to, no, or it was like no, someone broke into my car by smashing oh. my window. Oh, yeah, it was kind of a bummer. What'd they take? Uh, I had this is so random. I had NASCAR jerseys. <laughs> huh? Yeah, my we have good friends of the family that are very involved in NASCAR, and so they gave me jerseys, and they were like, they don't wear jerseys. Uh, it was it's very confusing. Is it was it a fire suit? Uh, no, it was like a, it looks like a football jersey, but it was for like NAS. Huh? Yeah. So I had them in my car, but I guess they kind of looked like football jerseys the way they were folded. And I think they broke into my car to take them. Uh, oh my God, you trolled them so hard because they left with a bunch of NASCAR jerseys yeah. that don't even exist. But they took a bunch of my other stuff too, oh. which was a pain. Like what? Uh, like, notebooks and like why do like, people want that sh- yeah that it was it was a real bummer like they took a journal and i was embarrassed wow that. that's creepy yeah i don't like that yeah it wasn't great but the good news is you heidi has an older sister that. who wants to know where we'd want to live yeah, in the world but, so i can't tell what her name is i feel really bad but the we were talking about transcriptions and the transcription says her name is sue me so we're gonna call her <laughs> sue me um uh she wants to know if there was anywhere in the world we could live, where would you live? She would live, by the way, in Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder, are they from there? Did they go there? Why? Did she Did she just like the way it sounds? Probably vacation. I don't know. I think it's funny if she just like, like I've always heard there? about, no. I me mean, either. I bet it's beautiful. I bet it is. Good for you for recognizing beauty at such a young age, Sumi. Um, I don't know. I would. 
Probably New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I would right now it would be New Jersey because that's where my best friend lives. Aww. I'm so excited that like I, my house is near your house right now You're for the next few months. So excited that you have not come to visit yet. Yeah, you just got here <laughs> like two days ago. I thought you were going to be there the day I moved in. You didn't invite me. You texted me that you were right mm-hmm. next to my apartment, and I was like, no. "Oh, what is she doing?" No, I for sure did. And, and then you're you like, didn't. Sorry, I'm out with Feth. I did. No, you invited me to. Di- yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. But I was out. No, that's also fair. But then you text me that you were near my apartment, and then I was like, oh, is she going to say, like, come over? Or, oh, actually, my actual thought was, is she going to want to come over? And I started furiously <laughs> cleaning my house. I was like, get all these clothes. I have one room where I can just shove everything and close the door, and I've shoved everything I own in there, expecting <laughs> you to be like, Steve and I are on an errand. We're going to come over. And so I was like, ah, I got to clean it up. And then you just never said anything again. And I was like, we're good. <laughs> So if you want to come over, my house is quote unquote clean. So. Nice. Great. Awesome. Um, probably the Italian countryside, though, if we're honest. Okay, that's it for this week's edition <laughs> of Sports. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, SeatGeek and Miller Lite. Obviously, big thanks to you guys for listening uh, right now. And then again later when you get home or like, you know, you just put it, you just play it and then leave your phone, lock your phone in your car. <laughs> and I don't even care. I'm chill about it. I just need them plays. Got to get them replays up. Uh, or, you know, if you're really feeling nice, leave us a, a review wherever you're listening to this podcast because we love them and we read them like this one from Matt B. KCCO. Keep calm and chive on, brah. Uh, he says, congratulations. You popped my podcast, Cherry. I look forward to your new podcast every Wednesday, especially when Ashley is hungover, but not when I'm hungover. I hate everything when I'm hungover. Love you. Mean it. I can totally relate to that. When my phone makes any noise when I'm hungover, I'm like, what? It's just a text noise. But it makes me so mad. Anyway, lastly, don't forget you can always, Ashley? Leave up a voicemail. Nope, no. Leave nope. up a voicemail. Why does it have to go so slow? Leave us a What? <laughs> what? Leave Okay, the number is uh, 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye again, Ashley. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.